Next on BYU Sports Nation, Taysom Hill talks. When he'll, when will he be back? The extent of his injury, and was he overly exposed this season? BYU Hoops puts the smack down on Southern Virginia, winning by 53 points. We go two-on-one with Dalton Nixon. Plus, Savannah State head coach Ernest Wilson joins us. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. What is up? It is time for sports. BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, Thursday, November 20th, one week before Thanksgiving. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan here. Brian. Thanksgiving. Is what, are you, con- what are you doing with Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? I'm going I'm to be uh, here. Generally, I'm in town because there's a BYU football game. We've got oh, hey, true, stuff. I don't, I don't leave. You here? True, true, true. I'm, I'm here, you man. you got to be stay- here Saturday for I'm, Cal. S- I'm staying. We're actually, we're actually closing on our house. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. Very blessed. Uh, and hashtag, so, hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessing, yes. Uh, we're we're going we're gonna to switch it up a little bit this year. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make crab instead of... Uh, turkey. Are you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Crab, maybe some, some garlic noodles and whatever my fantastic, gorgeous, beautiful wife wants to make. Shout out. That's just, See how I get points right there, Jerem? That's how it's done, if man. You, if you point out the points, I'm not sure the points count. That was like four points That's right like there. That's like Carlos Boozer going, <laughs> and one, and then he misses the shot. <laughs> I got Except points, you man. made the shot. I made it. I made it. And you, I got it. I got an and one as well. You made it. Yes. it. I, I did have made it. it. Now, you... Uh, Last night you went to the men's basketball game. We saw yes, you. yes, it was and amazing. someone else recognized you, but they weren't sure if you were Belo. Yeah, you know what? It, this is interesting. That's why I tweeted earlier, like a couple minutes ago. <laughs> I said, I said Belo or no, and I liked a couple of, of, of responses I got. Beat, uh, like beat no, uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty funny. But you know, I had my hat on. I was getting some popcorn with my wife and my son, and and the, the fan turns around. And he goes, "I can't really recognize you because you got your hat on, but are you Belo?" Not Brian Logan. Not Are you Brian B-Lo? Logan. Are you not Brian? Are you Belo? And I was like, OMG. Okay, I gotta, I gotta really look into this thing That's now. Funny. Cause you first, I had Tom Homo right say, "Oh, what's up, Belo?" And then I had Greg Rebell, "What's up, Belo?" And then, and then now I got fans calling me Belo. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. T-ho, it's, be, it's T-ho be like, "Are you Belo?" <laughs> right. Can I say that? Right. I'm from West Jordan. That doesn't work. That's right. That does not work. It works. Hey, join our crazy conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter question. What do you expect out of Taysom Hill in 2015? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Great tweet. Starts us off at Justin D. Sweeney. Not much. Just the Heisman Trophy, a 12-0 season, and a college football playoff spot. Hashtag everyday greatness. Hashtag rehab greatness. <laughs> No great that's expectations. Not, not too much. Just a little bit, you know, a little bit here, there. <laughs> something nice, something spectacular. Little by little. Me, I just want him to be healthy. Make it through the season. Yeah, people know what Taysom Hill can bring to the table. We'll talk yeah. about that. He, we mentioned the comments yesterday. Those came out. Uh, we'll go into that, and you'll see his comments and hear them uh, coming up in a moment. BYU Sports Nation is simulcast in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Taysom talks. Yesterday, Taysom Hill spoke with the media, the mass media, for the first time and declared that he's coming back for the 2015 season. This is not news. I think that we thought this. Some people thought, hey, maybe he's going to go to the NFL. I'm sorry, but a dude that breaks his fibula typically isn't going to go to the NFL and be okay. So he spoke to everyone and said he's coming back. 
Is your plan to come back for your senior season, or has that decision not been made yet? That's the plan, yeah. When do you plan on returning? Are you, are you be there for, for spring camp or for fall camp next year? What's the uh, it's a six-month process, so um, we'll just kind of evaluate as it comes. I, I'm sure that I'll be able to have some sort of role in spring ball. I don't think it'll be... Uh, you know, full contact team stuff when, when that stuff's going on. But again, we don't know. Taysom Woo! Hill talking for the first time. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. No, no, I'm just playing. He was a little subdued. We, we I think he he's still back. a little depressed from what happened. But that's exciting news that officially he's. Coming I mean, it's back. officially. I, you know, I, I, and I, maybe I, some role in spring ball. I, that's I, a little surprising. I've I've heard some some rumors here and there that he was thinking about going and 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 I I think by all means you look at uh, Northern Illinois Jordan Lynch uh, last year kind of same type of a player was getting that national recognition got drafted sixth seventh round so I, I you know he was I, fifth in the Heisman yep, yep fifth in the Heisman so I I can kind of see where he was going with that but you break your, you know your 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 bone and, and ligaments and. And whatnot, and you only play a couple of games in the season. You are definitely coming back, without a question. And and the fact that he may be back for spring ball is good as well. I don't, I'm not sure BYU needs him for spring ball. That's another conversation another day. But it's great news that he'll. It, it, it's it's not as maybe severe as what we thought. In fact, he gave the details of his injury, including how quickly he broke. He knew he broke his leg and the extent of the injury. Uh, I remember the play. I remember. Um, you know, thinking that, that hey, I just broke my leg. And so when it happened, I immediately reached down, uh, grabbed my leg out of pain, and then um, walked off the field. And then as they were examining me, I've, I finally just told them, I was like, look, I was like, Steve, our trainer, was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's broken. And so at that point, we, we put it in the air cast when x-rayed it, and sure enough. I broke the bone and, and had, a, had a little ligament damage, but I, I wouldn't say that I shredded ligaments and had to bring other ligaments in to replace those. It was, it was nothing like that. So he breaks his leg. He knows it right away. That's, yep. That had to be one of the worst feelings in, in the world. He knew right yeah. away, I broke it. Broke. And what this means for the season. And then the good news is, Bronco Mendenhall used the adjective <laughs> shredded. So everyone was like, what? With Taysom Hill? Little ligament damage. That, that's good. That means that it's six months as opposed to, I don't know, eight, ten. Yeah, this, this is where – now this one I'm excited for This after these comments right here is because, you know, like you said, Coach Mendenhall was like, oh, man, it's horrible. He's going to have to get his leg chopped off. No. Uh, this <laughs> is really bad. It's shredded. And then, uh, you know, you kind of the, the doctors kind of get in there. This is this is what we were hearing, right? The doctors kind of get in there, and they're like, "Whoa, this looks really bad. This looks worse than it is. Worse this, than we thought. This that, is worse, worse than we thought." And then, again, that. this is what we're hearing. These are the rumors. And then the man himself says, "No, dude, I would never use shredded. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, shredded is a strong, like, word, a strong adjective, a strong word to use. I'm, I'm, I'm." I'm totally cool, man. I'm chill. I'm about to be back for spring ball. About to win a national championship game. Okay, playoffs. okay, Jake. Okay, Jake. Keeps. I'm just saying. That's Jake what's, that's what's down, going man. down. <laughs> Bronco. Yeah, Bronco was. He had seen uh, Ninja Turtles on DVD or something. Again. <laughs> that's right. Shredded. It's his favorite movie. Yeah. So that that's good news. Six months, some kind of involvement in spring ball. Uh, but yeah, he knew he knew right away. I actually missed that moment. I went up in the stands and sat with my wife for a moment, and I was making the transition to the set. Hang out oh, yeah. with you guys for a minute. And I was like, why is Christian Stewart in? 
And then you guys said, "Oh, oh Taysom man. got carted off." I was like, "Sorry, what?" I wish I would have. I wish I would have missed that moment too, man. My, <laughs> I, I start tearing up. I mean, we were all holding each other. Me, David, David and, Nixon and, started and singing. Spen- Spencer, we were all holding very, each other. It was a very spiritual moment. It was bad, man. It was. It was sad. It was yeah. sad. Now, football is fifth to Bronco Mendenhall, according to the book. And Taysom Hill offered some perspective on where football fits in his life and how much maybe easier this one is than his 2012 injury. In comparison to the last one, this one this one's been a little easier to manage, I would say. Um, I'm married, and so I think that that has given me a, a different perspective. And then I'm, I'm also... Uh, in my in my major, I'm in the junior core of the finance program right now. So, I think in light of all those things, it, it helped give me perspective on life and realize that as much as I, you know, love to play football, um, football was always going to be a means to an end, right? Um, and, and hopefully, my career is long. And to me, that says. Mm. If I get injured again, I've got something else to lean on. That's a missed fall back on. We heard from Christian Stewart yesterday. You know, you asked him, "Hey, you considered playing pro?" And he said, "You know, basically, like I, I've got a job. Got a job. Like, that'd be fun, but it's not everything. Yeah, you know, it's a hobby. It's been a hobby, right? And you know, and I, I like, I love the perspective, and, and I don't think you get that anywhere else. Uh, or you may, you may, you may. You, I'm sorry, I don't know. I haven't been anywhere else. I'm, I apologize." But I would, I would assume, right? I would assume that there's a stronger emphasis here on life after football, and that there is more to football. Oh yeah, um, and 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 it's great because you know I, I got I got hammered a couple weeks ago on Twitter when I said you know football I'm not going to be judged by wins and losses, uh, and it was it, and it was, it was one, probably one of my favorite Bronco Mendenhall quotes that he's that he said to me, and everybody was like what. Oh, you need to win games. And and it's so refreshing to hear that because, you know, I, I saw Scott Johnson, uh, safety yesterday at, at the basketball game. And I didn't think about, man, dude, remember when we got what slaughtered against Florida State in 2009? Remember that? No, man. He was like, dude, you got a beautiful wife. You got a beautiful son. And, you know, we got to go out. And we were talking about, you know, him in school finishing up, uh, trying to become a dentist, working on my teeth and bleaching my teeth white and all that. No, we didn't go that far. But, that's yes, an, I, I needed some help. That's Scott. the next conversation. But, but, but the, the point is, is that these are the types of relationships and the types of things that you remember and then you want to have with you. So, yes, football is important, but, you know, there is more. And the thing is this, though. It may be a little bit different if he was healthy, yes. right? That's what he. That's <laughs> what he leans on now. That's what you Acad- lean on. He mentioned academics, uh, you know, life perspective. Obviously, you know, at BYU, there's you try and have a bigger vision with what things mean. Yeah, it's it, not just fo- if football was the biggest thing at BYU, they'd still be in a conference. You know, you know? he had those uncles like, hey, back in my day, man, they just won't let go. You know, I do that. I do that with you guys sometimes. Hey, in 2009 against New Mexico, I had that pick six, man. You guys should have seen me. <laughs> so the juiciest part of what Taysom Hill said is what we're going to tell you right now, which is, could he have prevented the injury, and can he prevent such in the future? Listen to this. Well, I think at the end of the day, it was a fluke thing, right? That that could have happened to anybody, and I think there are some things that could be said to. You know, I was being exposed for the sheer amount of plays that we run doing the uh, no huddle and, and hurry up offense, and then the amount of uh, carries that that I was taking. So, I, I think that there's you know conversation that that could be had there. Um, so, I think 
in many ways. Um, I, I've thought about both both criteria, as you mentioned, but at the end of the day, it's football, right? And and I know every every day when I put put the helmet on and strap up that there's there's likelihood that that I could get injured. Uh, going forward, though, I would like to do everything that I, that I can to minimize that risk. In- interesting. You said you said juicy. Yes, that was juicy, like inside of a gusher. Juicy. Yeah, and, <laughs> and inside of a gusher is really juicy. Okay, so he he sets up the idea of you know what, I, it was a fluke injury, but maybe and he explores this idea. You know, the, the amount of plays we run, no huddle, the hurry up. There's some conversation that could be had there. Needs to the be, amount of carries he needs has. To be ha- yeah. Okay, so. So how much is Robert and I, how much is Taysom Hill? We'll address that a, a little bit later in the show. But you, your thoughts on what he said there? My, it, that, man, I, I'm still kind of blown away every time I, I, I hear it. You know, we, we heard it a couple times. And, and it, it's, it's, it's almost like he's saying, okay, we, we need to have a conversation on how to protect myself better. If that means that, you know, he said both ways. It goes both ways, right? That means I need to, you know, maybe slide more or if that means we need to, slow the offense down, which is not going to happen. Or if that means that I need to take less carries, which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah. And we'll talk more about it. But Reverse with Robert and I and the yep. mirror. Yes, yes. We need, to, we need to sit down and analyze this situation of, of, of protecting myself and, and how we can do it from all, from all phases, though. From myself, yeah. play calling, um, you know, sure. all, all aspects. You've got you to gotta have Taysom Hill healthy. Yeah, he's Taysom the best player Hill. in the world. Universe, sorry. It stinks that Taysom Hill got hurt his freshman and junior years. It just really stinks because he's a special player. More on that quote uh, and where we, where we think BYU maybe can help Taysom Hill uh, Look, going into 2015 coming up on the show. But what do you expect out of Taysom Hill in 2015? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At... Uh, let's see, Royal Blue Y. Shredded defenses, not ligaments. That's what I'm talking <laughs> nice. about. Nice. That's what I'm nice. talking about. Yes. By the yes. way, Taysom Hill is going to be on set uh, for Canada to kickoff on Saturday. You're going to want to watch that. I'm Two so Eastern excited. time. He's going to come hang out for several minutes. I was going to say right now, do not judge me if I bring a football and my jersey and have him sign it. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a fan. I'll, ju- I'm, I'll judge you. You're an analyst on that side. I just want to remind I'm just you. Saying, I'm gonna be a, for that segment, I'm going to be a fan. <laughs> I'm going to have him sign everything. Tennis ball, basketball, soccer ball, my jersey. Soccer ball? <laughs> Taysom, man, he's the best player in the universe. At Max J. Isaacson, pick up where he left off and play smarter and better. That's the mm. goal of every season yeah, for everybody, that, that right? Is, yeah, that's, that is taking the next step for every athlete. At Kali underscore 171. I won't expect anything, so I'm not disappointed, but I'm hoping hashtag Taysom for Heisman. yeah no expectations also trending in BYU Sports Nation men's hoops beat Southern Virginia 101-48 led by Jake Toulson's 15 points on 5 threes and then women's hoops they lost by 9 to Northridge they're 0-2 they play Nevada Saturday night coming up when's the last time BYU scored 90 plus in hoops the first three basketball games plus we go 2-on-1 Dalton Nixon I know you love Jake Toulson taking that three yes Jake Toulson BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Follow the show on Twitter, at BYU Sports Nation. Coming up Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Countdown to Kickoff is live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 
Spencer Linton, Brian Logan, David Nixon, Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler, Andy Boyce, Lauren Frankham, and the gang. That is the gang. Live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That's 2 Eastern time. Joined by Taysom Hill on set. You don't want to miss that. Don't want to miss it. It's please, be a fun show. And please, please come to the game, too, fans. For Support the seniors. I can't stress it enough, man. You Please come out. I mean, these guys have worked their butts off these last four years, or maybe eight years. You can talk about <laughs> Mike Alisa, my boy. Since 08, man. <laughs> I was so, a junior at BYU. Man, I was year. still in junior college. Uh, but you weren't I mean, even here. No, I wasn't even thought of. Uh, but so much time and, and energy uh, that they've invested into the program, and what a way to, to give back and, and support them. I know it's going to be cold, but bring your hot chocolate and there, yeah. blankets. There's the former player. To me, I'm like, hey, if you can't make it, watch it on our channel. <laughs> right? Yeah, or listen, I'm doing radio. Guy that only cares about numbers. No, I'm just playing. No, we I had that guy care about earlier. souls, man. Yes. Our Twitter question today What do you expect about, or what do you expect out of Taysom Hill in 2015 at DJ Neltz? I expect him to be reunited with Spuddy Buddy on the set of BYU Sports Nation. Hashtag taters. Spuddy Buddy. <laughs> Spuddy Buddy. Spuddy Buddy hangs out with us. I love Spuddy Buddy. He's great. Spuddy. Hey, last night BYU uh, won a back-to-back with uh, basketball against Southern Virginia. Not the toughest competition in the world. No. But uh, it got ra- It looked like church ball at times. Got a little crazy. Yeah, but BYU did. won by 53. It did. In the beginning, you know, a lot of fouls, some, some small, minor in- injuries. Looked like a, a football game. First 90 seconds, Chase Fisher... Comes down awkwardly on his knee. Uh-oh. Yep. Skyler Halford gets a hit pointer, and he's out for the game. Yep. That's not good. It's like, don't get him I out. I was like, take Tyler out take right now. Take him out now. Right now. Now, don't even go down that, that, that route. No, no, don't even go. But BYU ends up scoring 101. In fact, they've scored 90-plus in their first three, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. I got to get on the right cadence with you. Right, left. Mm-mm-mm. Boom. 36. Yes. It's been 36 years since BYU scored 90-plus in the first three games. 78-79 was the last time BYU did that. Wow. That's pretty good. Wow, that is pretty good. That's pretty good. I, 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 was, I was impressed off of just, you know, you have a lot, your starters in, right? You, you get their feet wet, and obviously you want to prep them for uh, the game against San Diego uh, on Monday. State. But San Diego State on Monday. But you, your backup comes in, your, your bench comes in, and they still light it up. Now, given it's... You know, Southern Virginia, they're not really good. And how I judge a team is is based off of their football, right? One, do you have football? And two, what division are you in? So you, you they're, think they're Gon- D3. Do you think Gonzaga stinks? Nope. See, there's a little there, – I, I said the majority of the time. Oh, no, okay. I, I didn't say that. I'm saying Gonzaga now. Gonzaga killed St. Joseph's last night. The major- like, destroyed. See, there, there's some schools like Gonzaga that's like, okay, bas- like you are – you're a basketball school. Like, that's your brand, right? Yes. And then there's others that have kind of that both. And then – when you look at like a Kansas, for example, and, and they're just horrible in football, you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm not judging you, that's fine. But then your your basketball team is your basketball team. There you go. But but with but with these guys, with these smaller schools, it's like, do you have a program? And what division are they? Oh, D three, yeah, I'm yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm, not not good at all. If the BYU football team can come out and play the way that this basketball team played last night. I will be ecstatic. Why? Because everybody plays. Yeah. Everybody gets up. Everybody's scoring. Everybody's getting interceptions and touchdowns. Everybody gets points. And especially if they score 100. What if they score 100? Oh, my gosh. Stop it. The most, too far. the most Bronco Mendenhall's team has ever scored in a game is 62. Christian Stewart said 70 <laughs> points in the first half was his goal. I'll be surprised if that happens. But BYU put up a ton of points. I, and I had two stated goals. I mentioned it on Twitter in the game. That Jake Toulson and Dalton Nixon got into double figures. 
Juleson led the way with 15. Nixon had 10. We went two-on-one with Nixon in BYU Basketball All-Access. Dalton, I believe you now have three dunks as a BYU Cougar. Last night, your dad said he had one in his entire career. Has that been a conversation point yet? Yes, it has. Uh, We've been talking about it, and again, tonight I got another dunk, so it's kind of funny to to be able to talk to him about it because he wasn't much of a dunker, and I've had some opportunities the last couple of games, so it's been pretty cool. I was wondering how many games it would take for you to get a non-dunk, and luckily that happened tonight. Yeah, you know, you you can't just dunk the ball every time, so it was nice to be able to get other open looks and have you know teammates find me for for other shots than just dunks. BYU wins by 53. This is a unique opportunity for some of the young guys, including yourself, to get some really uh, sustainable minutes. What did you learn about the young guys tonight on the floor? Um, I think it was really big for our confidence. Um, you know, we played a really good San Diego State team on Monday um, for the Maui Invitational. I think this game was really good for for the young guys and the confidence, and and so really happy about where we're at right now, and we're just going to keep working. Did it did. Uh, before the game, did you guys say, okay, Jake, you're just going to make all the threes? Was that the game plan? Uh, yeah, that was that was exactly the game plan. <laughs> no, but um, Jake, he's a really good three-point shooter, and he had the opportunity tonight, and he buried him, so good for him. Did you want him to take that last three-pointer to get over the century mark? Um, you know, deep down, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's just, that's just Jake's personality, though. You know, he's going to bury that, so it, it's pretty cool. You know, I'm happy for him. That's the loudest the crowd got, unfortunately, was the very end. Yeah, you know. It was, a, it was a good game the whole time, but, you know, that's, that's a cool thing, you know, Jake, to put us at the century mark, so good for him. I, go ahead, Joe. I, I, thought it, I thought with, like, seven minutes left in the first half, I saw 25 points on the board. I thought 90 would be hard to get to. What changed? Um, I think we just kind of found ourselves and uh, just kind of played our basketball. You know, we like to play with an attacking pace, and so, so uh, end of the first half and, and early in the second half, we, we, you know, we made shots and we got transition buckets, and that's the way we play. I heard Coach Rose during a timeout stress, quit trying to find shots for yourself, make the pass, create a play for somebody else. Was that the key ingredient to when things changed? I think so. You know, in our exhibition games and our, our first two games, we've shared the ball really well, and that's who we are is we, we make plays for, for each other. And, and when it kind of slowed down, you know, I think we, we got a little selfish, but, but when we uh, got things going was when we really were looking for others and sharing the ball and, and making plays for, for other teammates. What was it like uh, to play this game? Because it is a game you're war- you know, it's a regular season game, but it got a little ragged at times. Yeah, you know, it's a regular season game. You know, I, I think our whole team's been really focused on Maui, and, and you know, we got to take care of business. And so this game, you know, kind of a trap game for us. Um, but we just went out and played our game, and, and now we're looking forward to, to playing in the Maui Invitational and playing a good San Diego State team. I don't know how much you've seen of the Aztecs. Maybe you watched the game they had against Utah the other night, but. How do you prepare for a nationally ranked team that's an old Mountain West rival in Hawaii? Yeah, it's going to be really fun, but I think a big key is just just uh, doing the things that we do, you know, playing playing with pace and sharing the ball, like I said before, you know, making plays for other people. But, you know, we're going to have to, to really take care of the rebounding and, and just do what we do defensively, and I think we'll be in a pretty good position. Obviously, the games are the most important thing. Not. What else are you guys going to do in Hawaii? Oh, I mean, I don't know yet. We just got the itinerary, but. Whatever, man. <laughs> no, but, I mean, I'm sure we'll be on the beach, you know. I've never been to Hawaii before, so this is, this is new for me. So I'm looking forward to it. And you leave tomorrow, so that gives you guys ample opportunity, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, we leave tomorrow and got a few days before we play, so it's going to be a fun time. I hear the six-hour flight is fabulous. Oh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no one complains about the flight to Hawaii. They just talk about going to Hawaii. Maybe on the Dave way back. McCann and Blaine yeah, Fowler complain about it tonight. Oh, man, a bunch of whiners. Hey, so uh, 
Nate Austin is sending Nate this Austin's to me. been really wanting to get involved in this. Okay, so. So, Dalton, so you're averaging three dunks. You know, one dunk I feel so you uncomfortable. Three dunks, one dunk per game. So, that means you're the best dunker on the team? Yeah. In games. <laughs> Uh, in game, best in game dunker. Best in game dunker. Second question is: You have red on your on your flip flops. We are BYU. We're blue. Why do you have red on? They're taco, senior, taco socks. Taco no, no, no. Socks, I'm on know. the flip flops. You have red on the flip flops. Oh, that's Jordan. You know, you gotta you gotta rep that. You know, as a Jordan, Fresh, I'll freshman mistake that. by Dalton Nixon. Freshman <laughs> mistake. I'm sorry, Nate. This is senior on freshman crime. That's no, what's going no on kidding. right now. I was going to ask you before he came up uh, the, about the vocal role that Nate has taken to help the freshman bigs. How, how has that helped you develop? It's been great. You know, Nate, you know. Is I feel, it really? It, it has been great. Okay. You know, I feel like Nate has my back. And so it's, it's nice to have, have an older, um, you know, an older teammate that, that's looking out for the freshman. And, and he's been a huge help, you know, this season thus far. You answered that correctly. Yes, Dal- you did. Dalton, nice job, man. Have fun. Well, well executed. Thanks, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Have fun in a while. Yeah, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Rexosaurus Rex takes over. How about those taco socks? Taco socks. I'd have been, look, man, I scored more <laughs> points than you tonight. Leave me alone. Can't mess with me. I love the chemistry, though. I love it. I, I, love, I love how he's able to joke around, be on camera. But oh, times are good when you win by 53. Man, oh, yeah, always, always. But I, I, I think that really does say a lot about leadership and how this team is going to, I think, uh, when it comes down to facing adversity, really be able to fight through that. And, and when you can have young guys like that look up to your older guys and rally around, uh, and you don't have that, I want to say, those walls, you know, that senior yep. wall and that freshman wall. I, I think that's a, just a sign of goodness, greatness, fantastic ishness. Wellness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Run, try to make it some more, some more words. Running out of adjectives. <laughs> Tyler Hawes didn't play a ton. Uh, he played 17 minutes, but he scored 13. So let's update Chasing Jimmer. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Hawes is Chasing Jimmer on BYU Sports Nation. 6.04. He's down to 6.04. Needs four points for 2,000. He'll become the fifth player in BYU history to do so. So 6.04 to get to Jameer Fredette. More shots. Take yeah, more shots. More, more shots. Tyler, you will not be judged. You take more shots. Ten look at, shots. Look at what Kobe's doing. <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> yeah, take over, man. Who's Swaggy P if he's Kobe? That's the question. <laughs> what do you expect out of Taysom Hill in 2015? Keep the tweets coming. Coming up, how did BYU schedule Savannah State? We'll ask the head coach, Ernest Wilson, Savannah State's head coach, coming up next. I'm Paul Lasike, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Paul Lasike. Yeah, I just, love Paul Lasike. He just, that just sounds so smart. Like, he could say, I could be in an argument with him, and, you know, based off of what, it doesn't matter what he says, I'm going to say, yep, you know what, you're right. Mm-hmm. Quick, you sound really intelligent. Should we right do now. a quick Twitter poll? Greater... Uh, Greater Kiwi, Peter Jackson, or Paul Osike? Paul Osike. Peter Jackson of Lord of the Rings and Hobbit fame. You know who my vote's going to go yep. with. I didn't even know who that was, so I just said Paul Osike. I do like Paul Osike, though. <laughs> or anyone on the All Blacks. I got to watch Lord Isn't there another Lord of the Rings coming out? <sighs> it's called The Hobbit. It's a, oh, diff- it's a different book, but it's within Middle Earth. <laughs> within the Middle Earth. You want to put your glasses on? Oh, you can't put the blue goggles on. So you want to put the glasses on, put the tape right there in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I'm just messing with you, man. I love kinda, The Hobbit kinda... and Lord of the Rings. A uh, lot. I, I'm going to try to watch it for you one time. For me. For you. Do it for yourself, man. Bob, man. Hashtag, Hashtag Bob. Hashtag Bob. Brothers. Bob, That's right. dude. Except for David Nixon can't be a Bob anymore. He can't be a part of this. Why not? What's up? He said we're cousins now. 
he's leaving us when we're doing AFR next next week. I think he's leaving us. It's going some family thing. Gary Scheide is going to come. It's hang like, out. why are you going to go with your family? You're you're leaving the, your family, your immediate family, your oh first family. Gosh, David. Now then he was like, yeah, you guys are more like cousins, you know. And I was like, oh, okay, we're like brother-in-laws. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. How it is, David Nixon. You end up becoming maybe closer with your in-laws than your cousins at some point. Sometimes, depending on the family. It depends. I didn't realize that would happen. It depends on. I think it depends. Right now, on my the cousins in-laws. are like, what? I think it depends <laughs> on the in-laws. So, like my wife and you know her, her my my sister-in-law, her sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm close, right? But then their husbands, like. Yes, because we relate. Buddies. Like we yep. are, we're yep. we're the outsiders of the yep. family. We're coming in, so yeah. So yeah, you gotta you gotta be hashtag Bob with those. Yeah. Work. So with David, we we say hashtag Bob with everybody else except for David. When we're doing high fives, band like, of nope, brothers, not David. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope. Sorry, David. Speaking of band of brothers, coming up on the show tomorrow, Bronco Mendenhall in studio, and Michael Elisa in uh, BYU football all access. Nice. A double dose. It's gonna be a good show. Uh, How did you guys get Bronco on here? We just said, hey. You want to come in, Bronco? And he's like, yeah. You say, hey, we got some in. snacks for you. It's a very simple you. process. We've got some well, that's sugar. The, you're right. Spencer's going to have to give. Spencer's a slave to his will of, with snacks. Uh, whereas I just, I'm just here. You just, you know? you're just posted up waiting. And he's like, hey, I got Kit Kats. He's like popping out of his trunk. Come to the back of my trunk, man. This is what I have for you. Kit Kats, Snickers. That doesn't seem sketchy at all. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm parked out back. I got the goods back there. <laughs> Resetting today's he'd be, trending topics. He'll be out there in three minutes. Taysom Hill talks. Uh, some interesting comments from Taysom about uh, his knee. Luckily, it's six months. Uh, little ligament damage. He's coming back for spring ball. Some role in spring ball. Yep. He doesn't know exactly what. He, he's, he's cautiously optimistic, but six months sounds much better than I think what we thought. And then, uh, of course, men's basketball beats Southern Virginia 101-48. to BYU uh, leaves at 5 o'clock in Salt Lake for Hawaii tonight. Hawaii. Uh, to get to Hawaii and then hang out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They play Monday against San Diego State, and then Tuesday, depending on whether they win or lose, Chaminade or Pitt, and then Wednesday as well. If I'm Dave Rose, I'm like, you have one day. One day, get it out your system. Do whatever you want, beach, party, whatever the case is. One day, you're on your own, and then come back the next couple of days ready to work. I'm going to kill you. Because Monday is a huge game Yes, with San Diego State. They yes. are a ranked team. They're a really good team, an old rival in the Mountain West. There were some great games. San Diego State became a better rival, at least on the court, than Utah yeah. at the end of that Mountain West era. In fact, that it, no one for, can forget the Jimmer Fredette-Kawhi Leonard 2011 game in the Marriott Center. It's a top-10 matchup. That was fantastic. Yep. BYU goes down to San Diego later and beats the Aztecs. This is the first time, well, Mountain West Conference Tournament Championship. Yeah. BYU lost. This is the first time since that game that they will have met. Going to be exciting, game. man. Going to be exciting. I hope, I hope the young guys stay focused. There's so many you know, of the younger guys that are like, I've never been to Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii either. But I've never been to Hawaii. And I'm, I hope they're just like, you know, you kind of get that bowl game type of feel, right? Where which you're is like, dangerous. Because yeah. you actually have three games to play. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, you, it, you, which is dangerous, especially if you have – one younger guys, but then you got younger guys that haven't been to Hawaii. You know, it's like, whoa, party, party. I was yes. talking to Jordan Chapman, and I was like, hey, you traveling? He's like, I hope. I'm like, oh, I hope for you too, man. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's redshirting. I'll say a prayer for you, brother. I actually move you to my top three in my prayer list. <laughs> <laughs> That's an opportunity for BYU to really make a splash because if they can beat San Diego State, and then play Pitt and beat Pitt, and then they would play. They could play a team like Arizona, yeah, 
That would be big time. Now, if BYU loses to San Diego State, they're going to play Chaminade in the second round. Not, not an RPI game, and then hopefully you play a good game in the third round. Like, uh... But the opportunity's there. San Diego State played a really slow-paced, low-scoring game with Utah, who's also ranked. Yeah, Utah's uh, ranked 25th. Two days ago. That gave me a little hope. I know San Diego State's crazy athletic and fast and whatnot, but mm. this will be BYU's first test. Yes, first test. For, I w- and I would say more defensively. We, like you said, plus 90 these last three games. So we know they can shoot. We know their bench can come on and score points as well. It's the defense, which I think defense wins championships. I think that's a, the, the, the first true test is defensively. And Southern Virginia is not the strongest opponent, but BYU's played better defense the last two games than they yes. did that first game. Yes. Long Beach State, they give up 90. Yep. And then uh, you give up a lot in the 60s, I believe, uh, 62 to Arkansas Little Rock, and then 53 to Southern Progression, my friend, progression. But before basketball on Monday, there's a football game against Savannah State this Saturday at 3 Eastern live on BYU TV. The head coach of the Savannah State football team now joins us, Ernest Wilson. Coach Wilson, how's it going this morning? How are you doing, guys? We're doing Doing well. good. Uh, What are some of your goals for the game uh, this Saturday against BYU, Coach? (laughs) <laughs> well, I always have a goal of winning, which will probably be uh, the hardest thing to do. But uh, I just want to make sure my guys come out safe. Uh, I like to give, uh, you know, just give them a good game, to, uh, you know, to work on and whatnot, and hopefully give, put ourselves in position. I know it's going to be tough. We're so young to put us in position to win in the fourth quarter. Just how young are you? Uh, most of the time we play with eight freshmen on each side of the ball. Wow. wow. Yeah, I came in here 16 months, 16 months ago. And, uh, you know, this program hadn't won since 1998. And, I, I, you know, I took on a challenge. Uh, I like the area. The area is great. And, uh, you know, I decided to, you know, tear it down and build it right back up. So that's what we're doing right now. So in, in in a couple of years, you guys should be should be a whole different uh, whole different program there with with a lot more experience. Yes, I, I do a lot of things similar that uh, Coach Edwards Lavelle Edwards used to do. I, I came from the air raid offense with Hal Mummy, and you know the father of that, of course, is uh, a lot of people say, of course, is Hal Mummy, but he got a lot of the uh, schemes from Lavelle Edwards. So we do a lot of things that Robert and I do. I know a lot of a lot of those guys over there. So. Uh, you know, if we can just understand exactly what we're doing, uh, we, we're going to be a pretty good football team in the future. And there's that Texas Tech connection, of course. Uh, you played there, Robert and I kind of got his principles from uh, the Red Raiders. Well, yes, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I played there a long time before Robert and I coached. <laughs> I did it in the early 80s, and, and uh, he, I guess he was in the, uh, late in the early 2000s with my, a good friend of mine, Mike Leach, who's a B- He's a BYU graduate. Uh, Mike and I are pretty tight. So, uh, you know, that's where, you know, Robert got his info from. Absolutely. Uh, a character. A character, Mike Leach, that guy. <laughs> yes. Ernest Wilson, uh, Savannah State head coach, is on BYU Sports Nation. How did the game with BYU come about? Uh, I think it basically came from, uh, I think, ESPN Sports Nation or something that you – that you uh, go into, and uh, they, I guess they noticed that we had an opening, and, you know, they had an opening, and so, we, you know, we decided to get together, and, and uh, we know that we want our kids to have a great experience. When, when you come here to go, go to this school, most of our kids are from Georgia or from, from the south, and I want them to have an all-around experience because football is an extension of one's education, and I'm trying to build this program the goal, uh, you know, just like BYU back in the early 80s and, 
and then they grew, and now they're 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 a, a good FBS program, and and uh, you know you look at the Louisville's one. Now I'm trying to do this with Savannah State, and I just mm-hmm. want to start early, and that's what people don't understand. We want to build this thing up right now, so. Uh, I think the only way you're going to do that is you're going to play some of these teams, let let your kids know where they have to go and in order to get to where they want to go. And so, uh, you know, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, definitely great to, to get that experience for those kids. But what about the experience facing the cold and the snow and the rain coming up this Saturday? Well, I, you know, I brought up, I brought my, I'm bringing my uh, skis and my <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm from Ohio. I'm originally from Ohio, and live, I coached at the University of Maine. So, and the crazy thing is, is I always laugh because I, I tell people I, I coach at the University of Maine, and, and up in November, it was uh, people kept telling me about the Maine winters and stuff, and I had my uh, shirt tucked up underneath and everything else back in the day. And uh, next day, you know, it snowed like six, seven, eight inches or something crazy, and then it just kept snowing in Maine. Then we had the most snowfall. So I get away. I think I'm getting away from that, mm-hmm. uh, and I go down to State College, Pennsylvania, and coach at Penn State. And what, lo and behold, we have the most snow in the nation again. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, I can't get away. So you know, these kids have never really. Some of them, most of them, have never experienced snow or uh, whatever. So you know how it is for kids. That, you know, uh, they're first time experiencing snow, so they should have fun in it. I just and last, earlier this year we played South Carolina State, and it was the weirdest cold, you know, around and it was raining. So they'll be used, somewhat used to it. But, you know, when you're trying to throw the ball in the snow, it should be very interesting. Yeah, you can't you – can, <laughs> Coach, you can't get mad at your players. if, Let's say they make a play, score a touchdown, interception, wherever the case is. If they lay down and make a snow angel, you know, for the first time them being no. in the snow, you can't have – don't, don't, don't penalize them for it. You can't be mad at them for that. Well, I'm going to be – hey, guys, I'm going to be honest on this one. If they score against BYU, I'll be laying down in the snow making a snow angel. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. That, that, that happened by a BYU player, actually, the, uh, in, in the 90s. A BYU kicker had a huge streak of PATs in a row. Rob Morris, who ended up being a first-round pick, played for the Colts linebacker, does a snow angel. The kicker misses in the snow, and the, the streak is snapped. That, that, that's wow. happened before. Wow. Well, one thing I want to do is I want to meet Lavelle Edwards. Uh, you know, like I said, I've always wanted to meet him. I, when we used to play, I was out at the New Mexico State, and I used to always uh, we play Utah State. So uh, one night I stayed up and watched about three hour documentary on the history of uh, BYU football. Hmm. So knowing that the offense came pretty much from him, I don't know if he comes to the games regularly, but I'd love to meet him. I know he went to the basketball game on Tuesday. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what his plans are. He, t- he uh, sometimes goes down to St. George, a city in uh, Utah, to golf and whatnot. But I, I wonder if we can't put that bug in with yeah, uh, athletics, know, trying, yeah, try and hook that up. It's senior night. He might, you know, he might, might come down and see the, see, see the seniors off. You know. Yeah. Well, hey. we'll see what we can do with that. I'll do me that favor. I appreciate that. What sticks out about uh, the BYU Cougars to you as you've watched film in preparation for this game? They're very aggressive. They're, uh, you know, they play together. Uh, especially I do offense, so mainly. But they, 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 they. Um, I, you know, when I watch TV and whatnot, I always try to watch the BYU offense. And Robert has that thing going pretty good. Uh, but then on defense, uh, uh, I don't know if Minden Hall is calling it, but uh, they do a great job of just uh, making sure that everybody's in the right spot at the right time. So 
they're getting that thing done. And it, it, it looks like it, the programs are going to really jump up. Other thing, I talked to my buddies over at UNLV because, like I said, I got some West Coast ties, and mm. they said that 88 of the guys have been on. Uh, 88 of the guys have been on mission yep. on their football team, and you know, so that puts them about 23, 24 years old, maybe, and it puts my little guys at 17 and 18 <laughs> years. <laughs> so that kind of sticks out too. So, but it, it should be interesting. Well, coach, best of luck. Uh... I kind of want to see that snow angel now, to be yes, honest. Yes. Uh, that should be fun Saturday. We appreciate the time and safe travels. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Ernest Wilson, head coach of the Savannah State Tigers. Snow That's angel. funny, man. That is let, funny. Let, Let's read that quote. If my team scores on BYU, I'll be laying down in the snow doing a snow, snow angel. angel. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I'll be honest with I'll you guys. With That's you. great. <laughs> that, that's fantastic. I love personality, and Ernest yes. Wilson brought it And right he's bringing there. his skis, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got to hook him up with the Vela. We do. There. We have to. We got to make it happen. Jam, you said it. It's on you. Coming up, was Taysom Hill overly exposed last season? We explore it. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Saturday, BYU and Savannah State, the matchup of the century. 2 p.m. Eastern time. Countdown to kickoff is live. We'll get you ready for the game. And more importantly, Taysom Hill will be on set with us. Don't yes. miss that. Can't Two Eastern wait. Saturday. About to get some swags, autographs. Woo. Just don't ask him on camera, okay? That's the only time I have. <laughs> you, you hesitate. Don't. That all of a sudden I went into producer mode. <laughs> Analyst, please don't do this. But wait, that's the only time I have. Wait, oh, man. wait a minute. I I, that don't take that away from me. Ask him after. You know, one done. time I saw him in the hallway. I was Just going. To, to David I was going this. somewhere. I was going. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I can't do that. You're right. I was walking. I was like, <laughs> Hey, can I, I? What can I sign? sign can you sign my shirt? Can you sign my shirt, please. I didn't do that, but, you know, I wanted to have him sign something. Listen, it's my you, only time, you, man. you got to have someone else send the stuff. Ah, oh, David, that's better. Yeah, exactly. Have David do it. We mentioned uh, Taysom Hill talking to the um, media for the first time yesterday. He, t- he talked to a couple individuals on Saturday for the first time yesterday. And w- we want to explore the topic of could uh, Taysom Hill have prevented the injury and can he prevent such in the future? Here's what he said. Well, I think at the end of the day, it was a fluke thing, right? That that could have happened to anybody, and I, I think there are some things that could be said to, you know, I was being exposed for the sheer amount of plays that we run, doing the uh, no huddle and, and hurry up offense, and then the amount of uh, carries that that I was taking. So, I, I think that there's, you know, conversation that that could be had there. Um, so I think. In many ways, um, I, I've thought about both both criteria, as you mentioned. But at the end of the day, it's football, right? And, and I know every every day when I put put the helmet on and strap up that there's a, there's likelihood that, that I could get injured. Uh, going forward, though, I would like to do everything that I, that I can to minimize that risk. Okay, this makes sense to me. I don't want to get hurt a third time. That's what he's saying. Yeah. And so. Let's look at maybe Robert and I and I chat about the offense, how much I run, whatnot. And, and, and I would say to Taysom Hill, you know, chat with the mirror about how often you run, how what often, situations yeah. you run, the way in which you run. I thought that 2013, he, wa- he was who he was, right? And then yeah. 2014, I thought he had pulled back a little bit. He did pull back, yeah. 
and and had played it pretty well. And then, like he said, it's a fluke injury. That, that, Yet yeah. you have some stuff you can control. Yeah, you, that definitely was a fluke injury. I, you know, I, I think that could have happened to anybody. Just like he said, th- especially the way how how he was brought down at, at a bad angle. But at the same time, when he's when he says. Hey, you know, maybe we can we can discuss how you know the play calling. How many times conversation I'm, could be yes, had about? Yes, we, yeah. How many times I I have the ball or I'm running? I don't sure. think I don't I don't. You can yes, please have that conversation. Great, but I don't know how much is going to really change from an offensive coordinator's uh, standpoint. Coach and I, I am going to put my players in a situation to be successful. Obviously, I don't want them to get hurt, right? But if 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 I if, if your skill set is running the ball more than throwing, then I'm going to put you in that situation. I'm going to call more runs. So, so I'm what do you keep do? Keep the ball in your hands. Uh, what as Robert and I? You're Robert and I. What can you control with this? If Taysom Hill's like, hey, I'd like to uh, explore. Uh, Taysom, uh, <laughs> I am uh, not going to. Uh, no, that's a complete <laughs> miscalculation. If I am coach and not, I'm going to say, look here, look here, man. Uh, we win games when the ball is in your hand because and you're our best player. Because you're our best player. And and I need in order for that to happen, I I still have to call these types of plays. Now, what I think what we can do is focus on plays that maybe will allow you to be outside the pocket more. And 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 so if you're not running in between the tackles, right? So um, on call, these are call designs. We're not we haven't even got to scrambling, you know, and and him running around in the pocket while he's throwing. But maybe call more more plays where he's outside of the pocket. That way he can kind of scan the field a little bit more, have a little bit more vision, and then he could slide easier. You don't want to slide in, in between the tackles, right? Like in the box if you're going and through he, the line. And he doesn't. He's smart. No, no, no. That's just not that's just not possible. So maybe you you call a little bit more plays that allows him to to protect himself more, right? Uh, uh, but but as far as calling less plays, I can't I can't do that unless unless you just drastically improve on your passing like Christian Stewart, right? Christian Stewart, I believe is a, is a much better passer. So yeah, I'm going to call more passing plays than rushing plays. I think there are things that BYU can do that have nothing to do with tempo. I, I think yeah. that Taysom Hill can control a lot of this. Yes. There are certain play calls that would minimize certain risk in certain situations, yeah. but Taysom Hill is the best rushing quarterback BYU's ever had. Ever. May, maybe will ever have. He is an amazing athlete, and BYU needs the ball in his hands. Yeah. It's how often and in what ways. And that's where you look at it. You say, where are the high-risk plays from your career, and what can we do about it? Pull, pull it back. Run or, out of bounds a little more. Maybe yeah. let's have a couple more third downs, and maybe we have to punt a couple Slide more Slide a little bit more. Maybe we, we beef up Jamal and, and Algie Brown and ha- put more pressure on them. Maybe, yes. maybe we put more pressure on the receivers, screens, whatever the case is. Keep the tweets coming using the hashtag BYUSN. What do you expect from Taysom Hill in 2015? Coming up, the Cougar Whip Around and your tweets. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. You know what time it is? Miracles. It's time for the Cougar Whip Whip Around. Men's basketball. I'm sorry, I'm going to read this now. (laughs) <laughs> BYU beat Southern Virginia 101-53, led by Jake Toulson's 15 points. Five threes, man. Seven Cougars were in double figures. First time that's happened in the Dave Rose era. The Cougars leave for Hawaii at 5 p.m. Mountain Time in Salt Lake today. They're going to play in the Maui Invitational next week. Three games starting Monday against San Diego State. Sunshine. Women's basketball. 
BYU lost 63-54 to to Northridge yesterday. Bummer. Morgan Bailey scored 22 points in the loss. BYU is 0-2 and plays Nevada Saturday night on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Women's volleyball. 12th-ranked BYU plays at Portlandia tonight. Keep it weird. With the win, the Cougars <laughs> clinch an outright conference title and an auto bid to the NCAA tournament. Cougars in the NFL. Daddy Swanson and the Kansas City Chiefs play the Oakland Raiders tonight on Thursday Night Raiders. Football. Awesome. Red and yellow, red and yellow. Something like that. That's exactly I'm a it, Chiefs actually. Fan. Are you? You're a Chiefs not, fan? Uh, I'm a... I'm a Chiefs fan because I'm a Niners fan, and the Niners and Raiders don't like yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, that thing. Our producer Ben Bagley, huge Raiders fan. The Raiders. I try, to, it, I, I try to sound like it. I, I the Raiders. The Raiders. Today's Rise of Challenge is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who do you think? Rise and Shout. Jake. Jake, Jake Heaps? J- J- yes, oh. Jake Heaps. Jake Toulson. Jake Heaps. You love that he made that three at the end. That he I loved it, man. He gave the fans <laughs> what the fans wanted. They stayed. They deserved it. It was for the fans. It wasn't selfish. He wasn't trying to get more points. He already scored a billion. No, he didn't. He had only had 12 at that point. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he came, he saw, he conquered. Yes. What do you expect out of Taysom Hill in 2015? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At JMAN426, the same as always, to run all over opponents by going up and over and under. <laughs> that video was awesome. More posters. At Crazy Cook Fanatic, I expect to see him magnificently hurdling people just like old times. Also expect him to slide a little more often. Ooh, yes. yes that's yes. fair. Hey, thanks to Dalton Nixon, Ernest Wilson, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show's on demand. On, I'm used to the music playing under this, so I feel a little awkward I, I, right I was, now. I'm not going to lie. I kind of feel weird, too. I'm like, wait a bit. I'm still waiting Somebody for it. Somebody should be cueing something. Oh, there it, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Show's on demand on BYUSportsNation.com <laughs> and BYUTV.org slash DVR. For Brian Logan, I'm Jeremy Jordan. Shout out to Joe Sampson. Joe! Rancheritos, what's up? BYU Joe Sports Sam- Nation. Back <laughs> at it tomorrow. Noon Eastern. Joseph, hold it. Hold it in. You, it's too bad he's not eligible for the Y Factor because that was your pick every time. Every time, yes. My cousin. Yes. I'm going to pick him this week, actually. He still might win. Have a good one.